For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And Miami in the lead. White going long to Hill. Out of bounds at the five-yard line. A great throw and a perfect catch. Welcome into the Believe in the Cowboys podcast. I'm Paul Catalina alongside former Cowboys quarterback Danny White. Brought to you by Bet Online. Back and better than ever. All eyes on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new and updated site interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website for your mobile device to sign up today to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE on your first bonus from football basketball boxing to your favorite Vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts Danny the Cowboys are on a roll right now and and seemingly I mean granted I know that the opponents are not uh, the tip top ones that they're going to face and they've got some really good ones down the line like the Chiefs uh, are, are coming up in a few weeks and uh, you know the, the division I know isn't what it is but this is a team that is hitting on all cylinders and putting distance between opponents. I know that the Giants got completely beat up, but that was an impressive second half that they put on on Sunday. Yeah, they're they're playing well and playing very complimentary offense, defense, special teams, kind of motivating each other. And, and turnovers is a big deal right now. And, and that's, of course, uh, of course, led by Trayvon Diggs and, what what a great year he's having. So the Cowboys right now and and the football gods are smiling on the Cowboys um, because, uh, you know, they're just kind of getting the breaks. Injuries um, have not played a big part, all, even though they've lost three defensive tackles, three defensive ends. These young guys have come through. I mean, when you look at the defensive starting lineup for the Cowboys right now, and compare it to two years ago, there. I mean, Basham, Odigi's out, Zua, Watkins, Gregory, Gregory's the one, Parsons, Neal, Vanderesh, Brown, Lewis, Diggs, Wilson, and Casey. Vanderesh and, and Gregory, other than that, I mean, two years ago, we never heard of these guys. Yeah. And so it's a credit to them and the coaching that this defense, this Cowboys defense, is playing so well right now. And um, again, the football gods, the schedule is being kind to them, you know, playing a team uh, in the New England Patriots that are that are still growing. Their quarterback is young, getting better, but he's not there yet. So this should be a game that the Cowboys should go in as long as they don't beat themselves. Big if um, should be able to take care of business. Yeah, I think the X factor this week, Danny, is is Bill Belichick in that. Uh, he can kind of almost trick you into beating yourself many times. Uh, you know, yeah. if you see that game, of course, the rain 
with Tampa was the great equalizer with with the Bucks and the and and the and the Patriots. There were so many emotions in that. But when he was talking about the Cowboys this week, maybe the longest answer Bill Belichick has given about anything in his life, he specifically mentioned Dalton Schultz, and it makes me think that Dalton Schultz is going to be that thing that he takes away from the Cowboys or tries to. Because if you talk to ex-Patriots players, and, and I, I've talked to a few over the years, one of the things they say is he comes in and there's always one thing he points out that maybe you would never notice as a player. And Dalton Schultz, the tight end, has kind of been the bailout guy on third downs. And so he'll say, look, on third downs, we're just going to cover the heck out of Dalton Schultz. And if Dak Prescott's safety valve is gone, then he'll freak out. And he's, and they've all said, more often than not, that one little thing works and changes the game. So those are the things I wonder about Bill Belichick and what he's going to try to do. But ultimately, I don't think the Patriots have the roster to match the Cowboys right now. Well, no, they don't. And, and, and let him take away Dalton. And you're right. Dalton Schultz has become Dak's go-to guy. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence in him. Obviously, Schultz makes great plays, catching the ball, running with the ball after he catches it. Um, but go ahead and take Dalton Schultz away because right right next to him, we have Dak Prescott's other go-to guy from a couple of years ago, and that's Blake Jarwin. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Cowboys Cowboys are pretty loaded, uh, you know, and, and, and they're playing unselfish football right now. Now, I, I say that, but I'm not in the locker room. I'm not in these guys' heads. But guys like Ezekiel Elliott that understands that the more Tony Pollard plays and is successful, the better the team's going to be. And the more that the teams can't load up against one or the other. And the, and the better that uh, C.D. Lamb plays, uh, the better the team plays. And that's Amari Cooper not being, not being picked. You know, the Cowboys have three receivers in, in the top 40 in the league. But they have no receivers in the top twenty, so they're all between twenty and forty. Those three, those three guys, Cooper, Lamb, and Schultz, are you know in in terms of receptions, they're thirty seventh and twenty seventh and thirtieth in the league. Um, you talk about balance, man. That's 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 pretty good balance. And then the two the two running backs, Pollard's leading the league. Uh, in yards per rush. And, uh, of course, Zeke's running for 130 yards a game right now. So, um, offensively, the Cowboys are going to be hard to stop. Belichick can stop one guy, but he can't stop three or four or five. Um, somebody's going to be open, and I think Dak is is far enough along to know where the double teams are coming, go to the guys that are single-covered, and uh, that's where a veteran quarterback comes into play, and Dak, Dak will do that. Yeah. I think on the receivers end, I think where that attitude of being unselfish comes from, it starts with the guy who's your number one guy, and it's Amari Cooper. He is yeah. the least selfish player on planet Earth. He is uh, – and he is not – uh, boisterous or bright. He is the, kind of the the opposite of the Devo Terrell Owens wide receiver. He's, all right, you know I'm going to be open, but you're going to throw it to who you need to throw it to, but I'm going to do my job and everybody else is going to do theirs. That's Amari Cooper's attitude. Plus, he is such yeah. a, a deep thinker, and he I think he enjoys... He enjoys chess in real life. It's his favorite thing to do off the field, but he enjoys yeah. the chess game of, of football as well. So if that means I've got to go over here and, and CeeDee Lamb is open or Dalton Schultz or it's Tony Pollard out of the backfield, he doesn't care. He's enjoying that whole process. 
Well, and it helps to have $60 million in the bank. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed, mm-hmm. guaranteed whether he leads the league in receiving or catches six passes a game or not. Uh, he's, he's set for life financially, so he doesn't have that pressure of having to get all those bonuses. Um, so that, that helps, but you know, and and the counter to that, the opposite of that is the defense and all these young guys that are, um, out to prove something, Mm -hmm. you know, they're, they've got, they're looking for that big contract and all these guys are Keanu Neal. It's just playing lights out. Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, of course, Diggs, Jabril Cox, Bohanna, Anai, Urban. These guys are all motivated to get the money. They don't have it yet, and they're and they're young guys. And I've always said, you know, if I was going to build a team, I'd have at least half of them be free agents that I signed off the street that are out to prove something, that have have a chip on their shoulder or or want to want to get the big contract, whatever it is, they're motivated. And that's what the Cowboys have right now. A nice blend of the, of the veteran players that have the contracts and the young players, mostly young players right now. Actually, I think that's part of the reason the Texans aren't as God awful bad as you would think they would be because they have a ton of guys on one year deals that, that it's either try to prove that this is not your last stop or uh, try to get that next, that next deal. And yeah, they're bad, but they have other overarching problems with the, the Texans. But they haven't been Jaguars bad this year, and I, I think I think the, that that part of it feeds into it because a lot of these guys know they're not going to be in Houston next year, but they want to be able to have a tape that says, "Hey, here, like this is what I did for a really bad team. I can help you." You know, just imagine if I was with good players. You know, I don't know. I don't know how I would do. I would think I would. I would play as hard as I could play, no matter who the owner is or what the circumstances are uh, in the front office. Uh, but th- there's a lot of guys in Houston that are not very motivated right now. But, I mean, as you said, they're young players on one-year contracts. Those guys are just playing for that reason alone. But it would be hard. I mean, I, I fortunately only played for the Cowboys, and we, of course, always had great, great leadership until the very end. And, and in the front office. And that's kind of where it fell apart. Um, but other than that, the, the, the Houston Texans don't, you know, they, they don't have a quarterback that's experienced. They got one that's playing hard and getting better, but uh, they got, they got a ways to go there. But anyway, the Cowboys, you know, after the Giants game, you know, again, no bad injuries. Nobody's, nobody's uh, missing practice, missing, not going to miss any games. So that's, that's a huge X factor. And when you talk about the football gods, injuries are a big, big, big deal. And uh, so the Cowboys have got those guys in there. And now uh, Odigizua is just, he, he has hit the quarterback seven times this year. And last year there was not a defensive tackle on that team that did it more than four times in the entire season. Yeah. Uh, so there's a guy, a perfect example of a young guy that's just just out to prove that he belongs in the National Football League, and I think he's already done that. Something occurs to me as you brought up the guys with something to prove. One of the things is you want to have the, the strike that balance of your players being comfortable and happy and 
and motivated and 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 they feel respected by the front office and the coaching staff the cowboys have always had i mean really jerry jones uh doesn't have many disgruntled players most of the time they they don't lose people that they don't want to lose uh i can't think of a free agent that they've lost that they've genuinely wanted to keep but the other side of that coin is maybe it got a little too comfortable the last 20 years or so with the cowboys where they were making people a little more comfortable than they should have been and not motivating them properly and now they've got a lot of guys you know out for the out for blood out 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 for for something to do uh for the next the next thing and and you're you're starting to see as you said the motivation and the, and the results of that yeah i've i've said that for years now that the cowboys are pampered um and and jerry jones there's no question he's he's the number one players owner in the league in terms of taking care of his guys and uh, they are they are his boys and he takes care of them uh, maybe, maybe to a fault. I remember when we practiced in that little facility on Forest Lane in in North Dallas, and it was nothing but a one football field surrounded by a metal fence and an outdoor weight uh, weight room, if you will, wasn't even a room, and the locker room. That was it. And then we moved to Valley Ranch, which was a state of the art practice facility in the league, and our record on the field went straight downhill. We we just were pampered and babied and had all the security and the great big giant hot tub and and the cold tub and the real nice locker room. I mean, it was it was great and nothing compared to the star. Now they've moved to the star. Um, and I, I think there's something to that. I really do. Football is a violent physical game and you need to you need to go into a game ready to play that kind of football. And if you're pampered and, you know, you can get soft and not even know it, uh, I think that's an issue. And it has been in the past with the Cowboys. Now they're, they got enough guys in there that are overcoming that right now. And, and that's, that's a good thing. I remember the first time I went into Valley Ranch thinking like, Oh, this is a really cool building. This is nice. I bet you the players like this. And then when I went to the star, I was like, Oh my gosh, how did they make that really cool building look like a dump? <laughs> I mean, it, it did. Like the star was, it, it just, it was ridiculous and opulent and they have their own cafe. Like they had a cafeteria at Valley Ranch, but the cafeteria they have it at the star. I mean, you guys didn't have a cafeteria off forest lane. Did you? No, no. Oh my God, we yeah. had we had the grocery store across the street. That's, yeah. that, that was our. Uh, that's where we went for lunch. Went to the. Uh, I don't. Um, I don't remember what it, what was it a Kroger or yeah, probably a Kroger or something that we went into the to the buffet line and got our lunch and or right next door to the to the uh, Pizza Hut, one or the other. Yeah, that's probably because Gil Brandt had some say in that. That guy was a negotiator. He wasn't giving anything there you know I, i've heard i've heard many stories from gail about how he negotiated you know free boots as a signing bonus or whatever so i'm sure yeah. gail had something to do with that all, all kinds of deals gail would put in those contracts <laughs> uh but uh danny to the patriots this week uh specifically on them they've got a young quarterback who who i think is going to be very very good i mean he he comes out of the say he goes from saban to belichick which that that move right there has got to be you know 
pretty pretty smooth in transitions of uh, you know intense coaches who ask a lot from you and there's not much of a jump I would think you know as far as the intensity of the two guys and their attention to detail so it's probably why he's been able to start so quickly because Saban and Belichick you know they're friends they coach together back with the Browns uh, in the day they do things very similarly but he is still a rookie quarterback and, and the Cowboys uh, you know ha- have had success uh, against guys you know had success against Daniel Jones until he he went out last week of, of kind of forcing them into some things and then uh they're they've been good at, at forcing mistakes and that's what that's what rookie quarterbacks do this this kind of lines up for them defensively doesn't it yeah a little bit uh you know and that's a great that's a great comparison though the giants to the patriots uh the giants don't have anywhere near the structure the discipline that the patriots do and it's because of bill belichick uh so from that standpoint mac jones is is um used to being in that kind of an environment very strict um you know i uh, uh that, that, that's that's a difference i mean I, I can remember scrimmaging the oakland raiders when we were out in thousand oaks california and we had a you had a fine in our system if your helmet touched the ground in practice it was a 25 dollar fine the the raiders sat on their helmets <laughs> you know so that's the difference in the systems and and you can get comfortable doing things one way or the other and it's the people around you so mac jones has got people around him i'm talking about the players in the locker room that are playing for bill belichick they better be on their P's and Q's and and getting things done right and and in a very structured, disciplined way, or they're going to know about it from Bill Belichick and they won't be there long. That's just the way Bill operates. So there's something to that talking about his comfort level. But Mac Jones, um, I tell you, his his rating eighty six point four. That ain't bad for a rookie. Twenty mm-hmm. fifth in the league. But that still ain't bad. I mean, he's he's fourth in completions, ninth in attempts, fifth in completion, completing over seventy percent of his passes, twentieth um, in yards. Um, so five interceptions, five touchdowns. Um, you know that's that ratio's got to get better, but um, it will it will with him as a, being a young quarterback. And the Cowboys just have to hope he doesn't grow up too fast, like in the next two three days yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. That, that's yeah. for sure um with um with bill belichick do you see because you played for tom landry he is he's often complimented the way the cowboys dynasty built it as as the way that he uh he structured you know one of the things he thought about was tom landry and the way that they built things in the way you guys played do you see similarities because he's um He's not a yeller like Tom Landry wasn't a yeller. You know, he's he's pretty stoic. I think they're probably a little bit different personality-wise. But uh, do you see similarities in the way that Landry ran things as to where Belichick runs things? Well, stoic. Mm-hmm. Stoic is, is the word that comes to mind when you talk about those two guys. In 13 years of playing for Tom Landry, I never heard him raise his voice. Not once. Mm-hmm. Um so that tells you a little bit. And I don't see Bill Belichick yelling and screaming unless it's at the officials. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do it at his players. He just what what they have is 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 money. <laughs> that's yeah. what does it. That's what Landry used to do. He wouldn't say anything. He wouldn't get mad at you. He'd just fine you. 
mm-hmm. or get somebody else to do your job. If it, if it happened enough and it became a distraction, um, you know, I, I can remember Hollywood Henderson. Uh, he had Hollywood in a couple of times and talked to him and, and Hollywood was, was kind of playing to his own beat and doing his own thing. And that wasn't necessarily the Cowboys way of doing things, but he changed and he became a very, very good football player and a very impactful football player for us because of coach Landry and because coach Landry gave him that structure, which he had not had in his entire life. Um, so yeah, I think Belichick and Landry are definitely cut from the same mold, same kind of personality, not, not your favorite banquet speaker um, or or press conference guy, you know, to answer questions. They're just um, just just very uh, to the point. And um, I always appreciated that with Coach Landry. Well, uh, one of the other things is the Patriots have been really good at hitting on guys who are not uh, first round picks over the over their dynasty, which you guys were as well. I mean, you know, list them. I mean, list all the guys off who weren't first round draft picks or, you know, uh, or top guys. I mean, you know, they've got people in the hall of fame, like Rayfield Wright and Drew Pearson and Cliff Harris. Well, I mean, yeah, Cliff Harris guys weren't even drafted yeah. at all. Yeah. And even, even Roger, you know, they took a flyer on him because he had to, he had to go into the Navy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he was a last round draft pick. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a bunch of guys, Bill Bates that, that come oh, to yeah. mind that became impactful players that were not drafted or were drafted in later rounds. And and that's just a, just a credit. It's kind of like what they're doing right now with, the, with the free agents and the, the guys that are either drafted in later rounds or are undrafted. They're finding some guys that can contribute. And that's right now, that's a, that's a difference in the Cowboys and a lot of the teams in the league. Well, and look, the Cowboys' best periods, whether it's the 70s, the 90s, or what they're doing this year, have been when guys uh, perform above their team. I mean, even Tony Romo. Like, Tony Romo's undrafted free agent was, you know, wound up being the leading passer in, in franchise history. But, but even in the dynasty times, look, Jimmy Johnson built that with a bunch of draft picks. It wasn't all the first-rounders that hit. It was guys like Mark Tuanay. And, and, I mean, the offensive line was Mark Tuanay, Nate Newton, Eric Williams. None of those guys were first-round picks. You know, Mark Stepnowski, not a first-round pick. You know, plan B free agency and all that. It wasn't, it wasn't built from stars. It was built from, you know, let's find guys who could be stars or could hit maximum potential. And that's what they're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah, and they're getting guys from other teams that uh, uh, couldn't couldn't do it with other teams. J. Ron Curse comes to mind. Yeah, guy that's just lighting it up right now. From uh, was an undrafted free agent, and uh, you know, so so they're they're doing it with low draft pick. Casey was an undrafted free agent. Uh, they're bringing a lot of guys in. There's four or five guys on defense that are playing a lot that were not drafted. Uh, so they're just they're just picking up, doing things the way the Cowboys have always done it and having success with it. And um, right now, the Cowboys are for their schedule is is favoring them. Mm-hmm. But remember, they've got still got to go to New York. They got to go to Washington. They got to go to Philadelphia and and play those three games. And two of those they've already played here in Dallas. Um, so they've got, they've got some tough games ahead and they got to just take them one at a time. We can get, get through this one. And then a bye week, 
get everybody well, maybe get a couple of guys back. Um, again, the timing of the whole injury situ- situation might be in the Cowboys' favor right now. Well, I mean, after the bye week, you could probably potentially see Michael Gallup, and you, you'll see Lyle Collins back, although uh, he might feel a little a little bit neglected in that they haven't really missed him that much. <laughs> no. <laughs> Terrence Steele's no. been, been fantastic. No. Uh, Lyle who? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's, 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 he might be the Wally Pip of the Dallas Cowboys this year, you know, and, and uh, you know, that whole story. And, and uh, so uh, Cowboys are doing fine without him. And there's nobody, what, what that does is guys get healthy real quick. I, I've seen it. They're in the training room. They're, you know, taking it all of a sudden I'm well, I can play. I'm ready to go. You know, or, or whatever the reason may be with, with Lyle Collins, it's it's his suspension. But, um, man, that makes you, guys want to get back that's why you sue. way when their backup is playing better than they were. That's a, there's, I remember a friend of mine called me and goes, hey, why is Lyle Collins suing? I was like, look, he's probably not going to win the appeal. He wants his money from the five games they took away, plus the guy behind him is, uh, is tearing it up. Yeah. I mean, he wants to get back out there. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, the NFL is not for long. I mean, that's that's the old joke. I mean, you know, it, it doesn't take long for somebody to, especially in the salary cap era, like, well, if we can get by with this, you know, yeah. thanks for your yeah, contributions. You talk, about, you talk about the sense of urgency being created. Nothing creates a sense of urgency more than your backup playing better than you were playing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Danny, thanks a lot. Uh, enjoy uh, New England this week. I hope yeah. the weather is lovely in fall and autumnal for you. So I hope it's early enough that we don't get any of that weather up there because it can be brutal. I just kind of got my fingers crossed this time of year. You, you kind of never know, um, but it's a tough place to get to because the Cowboys stay in Providence. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, of course, so you have to fly into Boston, drive to Providence, go back to the game, go back to Providence, go back to Boston to fly out. It's a little bit of a hassle in terms of traveling in there. Um, but a win will make all the difference in the world, make it all worth it. Yeah, absolutely will. This is the Believe in the Cowboys podcast presented by Bet Online. Go to Bet Online, use promo code Believe. I'm Paul Catalina, alongside former Cowboys quarterback Danny White. Please like and subscribe this and uh, wherever you get your podcast and this uh, video on YouTube. We appreciate you listening or watching whenever you do. Have a great football weekend, everybody. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.